1: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, Dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to it. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, John June, and of course, I've got my guy, my co-host, Greg Penniman. Greg, what is good, man?
0: What is good? Oh, man, week three is upon us. Thursday night football is here. Uh, you know, usually I see Dolphins and Jaguars, and I'm like, eh, like pretty, this is bad. But you know, it's a little intriguing. First of all, you got Gardner Minshew, and that that just brings life to the party right there. So, uh, and got some good playmakers on both sides of the ball. So it should be a very interesting game.
1: And we've already got some smoke, some heat going back and forth between the two quarterbacks. Okay, uh, you know Ryan Fitzpatrick. Start uh, his press conference the other day was you know started off by saying uh, you know beards are better than mustaches and uh, you know taking a shot at Gardner Minshew there for his his mustache and while we all know Ryan Fitzpatrick you know he dons a beard mm-hmm. uh, and he uh, you know he also said something along the lines of you know uh, mu- people that wear mustache people that have mustaches have uh, patchy sides.
0: <laughs> oh, they, 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 basically, yeah, they basically can't grow a, a full beard. They have can't to grow a full yeah. beard essentially. So,
1: yeah. uh, they had asked, uh, they had asked, you know, Garner Minshew about this back in Jacksonville. And, uh, you know, he said that, you know, he respects, uh, right. You know, he respects his, uh, you know, his opinion and, you know, he he's, he's rocking what he has and, uh, you know, but he'll he he's always you know, he he knows he has to respect his elders, especially when they're really, really elder.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's the shots. I like it. Yeah, so we
1: we already got some heat, so you know, um little, little obviously better. Thursday night football, week three. Uh waivers ran went through. Uh hopefully you got you know, you got yourself a Mike Davis, a Daryl Henderson. Uh, one of the one of those guys, Jerry McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon. I mean, you should have already had Jarek McKinnon on your it's roster. Fact, if you to listen be to this honest, if you were listening to us, Jarek McKinnon would have been on your roster. He would have been one of the guys you drafted with like your fifteenth, seventeenth round pick. But you wouldn't have dropped them Robinson to pick too. up a defense, and possibly James Robinson because Greg was pounding the table. Or possibly, possibly Lavisca Chenault because I was pounding the table for him. True. Oh man, we just just soaking in these calls right now. (laughs) (laughs) But obviously, you'd rather have James Robinson. We'll get to that in a minute uh, when we break down this Thursday night this Thursday night football game. Um, But also, what we got to do today is we're going to go over our streams of the week. But before any of that, we got to head into the news and the the largest news item. We talked about it uh, on the waiver show. Uh, Justin Herbert finding out that he was, um, you know, gonna start before the, you know, right after the kickoff, yes. uh, <laughs> uh before the game. Uh, the reason why we found i up finding out the reason why Justin Herbert had to make that surprise start is because the Chargers team doctor, oh man, uh, accidentally punctured Tyrod Taylor's uh, lung. Uh, while trying to administer a pain-killing injection. Uh, This was per Adam Schefter of ESPN. And so, um, you know, obviously there's a a ton of, uh, you know, dominoes that are falling, that are probably possibly going to fall because of that. One of these dominoes is that Justin Herbert gets the start against the Carolina Panthers in week three. You know, we hope that Tyrod is healthy and that all goes well with his recovery. Um, and you know what, maybe this was why, you know, Anthony Lynn was backing Tyrod. Cause it would kind of seem like, you know, a BS move in my opinion to, after the, the team doctor, you know, basically, you know, knocks this guy out of the game yeah. and he's going to potentially lose his starting job because of it. And, you know, add to, you know, add insult to injury. Uh, tell the guy that he got benched because of that, essentially, because the the rookie first-round pick played lights out.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. This is crazier than when Tyra got the concussion on Thursday night football. And oh, Baker yeah. came in and took that. That was sketchy a little bit. Why this do you always
1: like, have to remind me of this game, Greg? This, you know, it's, we always have. I'm just tying it to talk. what happened. The same player. <laughs> we don't
0: have to talk about who they were playing or that the Browns were having not won a game in like two years since that that point. we have to talk about all that? I never brought that up, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is crazy. Justin Herbert coming into this week. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about him definitely in these streams of the week.
1: Oof. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: do we have any other news items, Greg? Um, Julio's hamstring injury might be a little more serious. Uh, But we'll keep an eye on that. Like every Julio injury uh, that he's had. And uh, Jalen Rager is out for 68 weeks.
1: Oh, yes. That is the big one. Jalen Rager out for 68 weeks with a, injury, a UCL tear in his, his yes. thumb. Um, so he'll be out six to eight weeks. That's obviously concerning. Uh, he had a good matchup this week against Cincinnati, so he was probably someone that you were thinking about putting in your lineup. Um, Julio Jones, obviously the hamstring. Are you, what are you going to do with that one, Greg? Are you, you're uh, starting him if he's playing, yeah, right? Like, playing, it's yeah, Julio if Julio's Jones
0: playing. You're starting him no matter what. Um, yeah, I, I, I have no doubt. You just got to keep honoring that. I think – I don't think he has any, like, primetime games or – so he, he should be – I'm not sure if his start time is 1 or 4, though, but keep an eye on that for sure. Uh, and the IR tracker. The big
1: one, I think. The, the IR tracker.
0: Oh, yeah, we got uh, Tevin Coleman and Sterling Shepard today. Only because they're both on my team, so I had to book both Oh, them yes,
1: <laughs> I mean, our team – by the way, League of Extraordinary People, uh, you and I, we, we face each other, and something that hasn't happened yet this season is going to happen – for somebody. Someone starting 0-3. <laughs> someone 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 starting 0-3. Someone finally getting a win. Uh, we are we have both been 0-2 uh, through two weeks of the League of Extraordinary People. Uh, oh man. But that's not gonna that's not gonna go down for long. I already know that. Uh, you know, my team is healthy, we're ready to go, we're ready to take on pennies, nickels, and 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 Dimes is it Danny Dimes is the, whatever that is, but we're we're just throw some L's in there too.
0: <laughs> Better matchup this week, you know. It'd be nice. Uh, yeah, I, I'm healthy as well. I got Jared McKinnon. I got some some boys, and you know I have the uh, <clears throat> potential MVP in this league, uh, Cam Newton. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Okay. Okay, yeah, that that's pot- potential, yeah. Um, potential, potential. <laughs> Before we go to Thursday Night Football, let's hit the streams of the week. Um, Greg, your quarterback stream of the week, who are you giving the people the stream this week?
0: Oh, man, I think it's a clear and obvious choice for me. It's got to be Justin Herbert versus Carolina. He's uh, 13% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. Uh, in his first career start, the man had a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown in the first half. First rookie start to well, quarterback to do that in his first start. Uh, he threw for 311 as well against the Super Bowl champions. Uh, I think he has what it takes. He gives this offense life. He was able to spread it around to his guys. Uh, Keenan Allen, I think gets a bump with him. Eckler and Joshua Kelly both get a bump with him as far as just moving the chains and him becoming a threat as a passer. So you guys can't really stack the box and get favorable matchups to those two guys. Uh, yeah, if you're if you're the Jimmy G and Drew Lock GM for sure. If you had those or in superflex leagues or anyone that had those injuries, don't go get Jeff Driscoll or Nick Mullins. Go get this guy. He'll get you a great matchup against Carolina and uh, he'll, he'll, he'll deliver for you.
1: Yeah, I love I love Justin Herbert this week. I mean, anytime. You get a quarterback that's willing to use his legs, especially down around the goal line, and we know Herbert has done that throughout his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, in at the at the University of Oregon, uh, so I expect that to continue as well. Like you said, he gives life to that offense. Somebody else who gives life. My stream of the week, that's Gardner Minshew, man. Minshew mania. It is alive and it is kicking, man. Gardner's taking on the Miami Dolphins on Thursday Night Football, which we're about to preview right now. They've allowed the Miami Dolphins have the third most fancy points to the quarterback position, giving up the QB6 and the QB3 the last two weeks. Minshew is the QB9 thus far, averaging 23.1 fancy points per game. So start up the Minshew man. With some confidence this week and get that W, man. Greg, tight end stream of the week, bro. What do you got? By the way, Gardner Minshew rostered and he was rostered prior to this recording. Forty-nine percent uh, of Yahoo leagues as of this recording, fifty percent of Yahoo leagues. So he's technically still stream viable. Go get him, Greg. Your tight end start of the week. Who do you got?
0: Oh man. My tight end starter week. I know it was a small sample size last week, but you know you gotta go with Drew Sample versus Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> he's rostered Let's in four percent of Yahoo leagues. Yeah, yeah, you not know throw that in there. Uh, he's you know he's rostered in four percent of Yahoo leagues uh, consistently. We you know we bring up the fact and other analysts bring up the fact that Burroughs likes to throw to the slot in the tight end. Uh, it's what he did in LSU. It's why Thaddeus Moss is in the league, other than his dad being Randy Moss. So you know he he makes the tight ends look good sample drew nine targets in a half basically because CJ Zama got hurt with the tone Achilles uh at the end of the towards the end of the half um and it's you know it's gonna be going against a bottom five defense against the tight end they give up the most touchdowns against to the tight end position gave up three to Tyler Higby last week so yeah this is a good matchup for him it's a uh, nice matchup uh for usage for him uh, and I think he's gonna deliver for you and he's he's definitely available so go get him
1: oh man yo the word play I love it uh, my mm-hmm. tight end stream of the week. Maybe you're like me. Maybe you have George Kittle, who his knee is aching. So I'm going to give you Jordan Aikens, ooh, Houston, Texas ooh, tight end. You know, <laughs> again, I, he, I'm giving it to you two weeks in a row. Only rostered at 3% of Yahoo! Leagues. He's still a five uh, top five in routes run at the position. Two weeks ago, he caught a touchdown. Last week, he caught all seven of his targets. Uh, Come he's on, playing man. twice as many snaps as Darren Fells, so he clearly leads that position. That's two weeks in a row he played twice as many snaps as Darren Fells, and now he gets the Steelers, which I know is going to probably be a tough matchup. But it's Deshaun Watson; he's the magic man. He's going to spread the ball to his top targets, and expect uh, Aikens to be a top target for Watson in Week Three.
0: Yeah, man, we were on this guy. Uh, week one, like this is this is it. Game man. one, like, we hadn't even seen one. any
1: football for like six months. Yeah. Nine months <laughs> I, and all. Of a sudden... I know
0: this is a guy that was coming in, standing out in camp. We had you in the off season for this guy, so yeah, this is we're preaching. His roster ship needs to go up more and more every 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 week. Uh, he's he's producing, man. Every week,
1: man. Greg, your defensive stream of the week. What do you got?
0: Uh, got defensive stream of the week. A, a, a team that you picked up to in your league, of showing people last week. You know, Cleveland. Uh, I got them going against the Washington football team. They're 25% rostered in Yahoo Leagues. Uh, this is a top-10 rush defense, and they have five sacks to two weeks. You know, that's middle of the pack numbers, but they're going against a very low-threat offense, shaky O-line, so I think they'll be able to get some sacks. Uh, and I told you, no, to go get Arizona against Washington, and they produced. They were able to get some sacks, uh, and, they, and you know, they were a decent, streamable defense, so I think that's the same for Cleveland. Go pick them up.
1: Yeah, man, I, I like that one. And it's funny that you mentioned Arizona because I'm actually going to that well. Go. And uh, they've got Detroit this week, so I know you know Detroit has been an advantageous matchup for opposing defenses through two weeks. Um, you know, maybe maybe they figure it out with Kenny Kenny Galladay coming back into the lineup. But the Cardinals defense has been solid uh, through two weeks. They're currently seventh in what I like to call havoc rate, uh, which is basically a defense's ability to create havoc. So, what percentage of an opponent's uh, Pass plays result in a sack, a quarterback hit, interception, or a pass deflection. They're doing that 38 uh, percent of the time. Uh, but the best part about about uh, Arizona is, you know, they're only rostered in 40 percent of Yahoo leagues. But their matchups right now: Detroit, then Carolina, then they get the New York Jets. So they, you've got three weeks of solid, solid matchups here. Um, you know where you don't have to spend fab to go get a defense, or you know use waiver priority, and you could just you know you know roster this defense for that period of time. But that's my defensive stream of the week.
0: I like it. I like it for sure.
1: All right, man, let's jump into this Thursday night matchup, man. It's it's Thursday night football. Remember mm-hmm. your Thursday night players. Get them out of your flex. Just take them out of your flex. Put them into a starting lineup. If you're starting, uh, you know three receivers and Devonte Parker's, you know, maybe your third receiver or, or you know, Preston Williams is your third receiver. You know, make sure you're putting them at, at the receiver position or if you're starting uh, you know, James Robinson and he's your typically your flex. Make sure you put him at the running back position if, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but covering this game, we've got the 0 and 2 Miami Dolphins traveling to Jacksonville. Uh, to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars, this is a 47 and a half point over/under. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are 0 2. The Jacksonville Jaguars are 1 1. The Jags are three-point favorites in this one. In terms of injuries, Miami will be without uh, safety Clayton. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt to say his last name. Um, but and then also Byron Jones, cornerback uh, for you know off-season acquisition, uh, free-agent acquisition for the Miami Dolphins. He is going to be out as well in this game. Uh, Jacksonville will be without center Brandon Lindor, who has a knee injury. Uh, and then wide receiver uh, for the for the Jacksonville Jaguars, DJ Shark. He popped up on the injury report today. He is questionable with a chest-slash-back injury. Greg, how do you see this matchup breaking down?
0: So I have the over in this game. Uh, I think both defenses are pretty bad. Uh, I'm going to go Jacksonville to cover. And I'm gonna go with Jacksonville to win. Um, this matchup, it's it's very interesting on the, on the Jaguar side. Uh, yeah, I was I watched a lot of the Dolphins Bills game. Uh, Dolphins primarily, uh, their defense is not very good as a whole, uh, especially on you know on the on the secondary. Uh, they, they couldn't get a rush on Josh Allen. They play you know they play a lot of man coverage uh, in, in the secondary. So against Diggs, Brown and Beasley, they were able to thrive. They gave up 25 targets to those three those three receivers. Uh and those three receivers ended up with a total of a 68% catch rate. That's really good. Um mm-hmm. especially from, you know, Josh Allen and maybe I talks about him a little more and uh as far as these receivers getting open. So look for Minshew to be able to attack the secondary with uh, his weapons. Uh especially with Shark. I I think he should be able to go. I heard some still some good reports that he he should be on track uh, to go. Mm-hmm. Um this is an offense that loves to spread the ball. Um we you know we consider DJ Shark the number one receiver, but Keelan Cole, he leads his team with twelve targets. Uh they have at least five guys on this team with seven targets uh on through the first two weeks. So they like to spread it around. I think I see Shark as a you know a solid wide receiver too. Uh even with the low targets so far he has a 16 uh fifteen point six yards per reception. Uh it's most on the team. He has a touchdown already in week one. I think Cole and Conley are both deeper league flexes, uh, good DFS plays. I think uh, any of these guys have a chance to score, um, especially and, and Tyler Eiford or James Asanasi. Uh, all four of those guys have a chance to score a touchdown. It's, it's hard to predict, but um, they all spread it around. I, I really trust DJ Shrek a lot. Um, other than that, Conley and Cole, I think Cole, especially because of the target number, he's leading the team in targets. I think you can play him as a flex um, in some leagues. Uh, and as far as the Dolphin side, uh, Fitzie, you know he threw forty forty. He's at forty point five pass attempts per game. So I think this guy he he can support multiple players in one mm-hmm. against the secondary secondary in the Jacksonville Jag- Jaguars. Uh, C.J. Henderson's been playing well, but it's still very young. Uh, they were able to put up twenty eight against the Bills. Uh, they had some injuries in their their D line and linebacker core, but that's pretty good for for the Dolphins. Uh, Mike Zeky though, this is going to be his show. It's a great matchup for him. Uh he's top five tar- tight ends. He's top ta- he's at five with a twenty one percent target share. Uh the Jaguars gave up two touchdowns last week and eighty four yards to John O'Smith. So look for Mike Secky to have a great game. Uh Devontae Parker, I think he's a solid flex in this one. He had eight targets uh, uh last week. And uh look for Preston Williams. I think look for Preston Williams to have a, the best game so far in this young this uh young uh, season. Um, he was going against two tough, tough, very tough matchups uh, in the first two weeks. Um, probably two of the toughest in the league with uh, going against Stefan Gilmore in week one and Trey White in week two. Uh, so I look for Preston to step up, and I think you can play him as a, a deep flex in some leagues. And uh, Isaiah Ford, your guy, I'm going I'm to keep an eye on him for sure. Uh, I probably won't go ahead and start him, but I think maybe you, you probably will or maybe uh, someone more risky to do that. Uh, but yeah, other than that, the two running backs, man, I love both of them: James Robinson, Miles Gaskin. These, are, this is gonna be their show. Besides Mike Gusecki, it's the running backs on both sides.
1: Yeah, man, uh, I'm with you on exactly how this game plays out in terms of uh, taking the over, taking the Jacksonville Jaguars to cover, taking the Jacksonville uh, Jaguars to win this game as well. Um, you know, the Jags, this Jags team is definitely better than we initially thought after uh, coming. Uh, out and beating the Indianapolis Colts in Week One, giving the Titans a run for their money in Week Two in, in a three-point loss. Uh, this Miami team, while you know they compete for head coach uh, Brian Flores, uh, they still aren't—they still quite aren't a good team. Um, you know, neither of these defenses, like you said, Greg, neither of them are very good, and it will be somewhat of. So I think it'll be somewhat of an exciting game, and, and you know, both these quarterbacks are playable. Obviously, the range of outcomes. Is is very wide for Ryan Fitzpatrick, and so Mm -hmm. I'm not going to play him in season long necessarily. But uh, Minshew, I I am willing to play obviously because you know he is my stream of the week. Uh, and the matchup here is great for him as well. Uh, James Robinson is so safe in terms of the amount of touches he gets 17 in week one, 19 in week two. Uh, and so that you know the Dolphins on paper don't look like a great matchup, but you know the the Pats didn't use a running back in week one, and neither, neither did the Bills in week two. So I expect um, James Robinson to have a solid day as an RB two with RB one upside. Um, sure. Shark is fourth on the team in target share, uh, but he's been so so efficient, catching hundred percent so of his good. targets. Yep. So while the the lack of targets is concerning, I, I still have confidence in him. You, you know, you just have to imagine that a player uh, of his caliber. Uh, you know, is going to eventually, you know, start to command more targets. um. Then I, you know, as terms of after that, I think you can play Keelan Cole. You know, he does lead the team in targets. Uh, I think you can play him as a flex. Uh, LaVisca Chenal is earning, he's earning a flex spot for me, you know, in my wide receiver, my three wide receiver league. So I might, you know, I, where I have two flexes, you know, he's getting the promotion to the starting lineup. I wouldn't do it typically. And, you know, in a, in a, you know, a, uh, Two running back, two wide receiver, one flex league. Probably not going to do that there. But he's like we've been saying: have him on your bench. He's going to be good depth. Uh, he'll be somebody that you probably spe- are able to start during a bye week or flex during when you have an injury or something like that, or in a good matchup or something like that. Um, so keep keep him keep him close by. Um, on the Miami side, uh, Miles Gaskin. Uh, he's been so productive the last 2 weeks so I, right. I i don't see how you don't start him uh you know he's in flex consideration he's been at rb2 borderline rb2 rb3 uh each of the last 2 weeks and his his touch production has gone up each uh from you know not by much but it's gone up from the previous game to the, to the last game uh jordan howard snaps are going down uh so the, you know this is something i think that's that's going to uh, you know, eventually, you know, t- continue to continue to happen going forward for Miles Gaskin, uh, and then Devontae Parker, uh, you can obviously play him. Uh, Preston Williams, week one, week two, like you said, he's had the tough matchups. The other thing to remember with Preston Williams is he's also coming back from the ACL injury, um, so he could be coming. You know, he could be a little bit slow from that. Uh, he's got ten targets, uh, just three catches. Uh, you know, maybe maybe I would wait. You know, maybe you could. You know, the matchup is good, so maybe you could play him. But I don't know if you necessarily have to play him. Uh, personally, I I would I actually do see Isaiah Ford as, as the better matchup. Uh, he he's he's got more targets. He actually he's actually second on this team in targets uh, behind behind Mike Gusecki. Uh He plays that slot role that you know I've talked I've talked about before. Um, and this matchup here is really good for him. DJ Hayden, slot corner for the Jacksonville Jags. He's given up the second most uh, receptions to, uh, f- from the slot from the slot corner position. Uh, so assuming that uh, either him or Gasecki get matched up on him, uh, that's going to be a good matchup for either one of them. So I, I think that Isaiah Ford, uh, you know, maybe a deeper league flex, flex play, but if I had to choose between him or Preston Williams, I would probably go Ford there. Um just because Ooh, of the production. Oh yeah, we could do that. Ooh, we could do I'm that. We could throw it in the, we could throw it in the jar for sure. Um Yeah, and then so, you know, Mike Sasaki like we said, I think, you know, you you you're, oh, yeah. you're going to play him. You're going to yes, play sir. him. It's tight in um, for sure. Yeah, man. So, Greg, your bold prediction of the game, man. What do you got, man?
0: Uh, well, the reason I did the bet cuz I think Preston Williams will get a touchdown this game. That's my bold prediction. Okay. You know I'm two for two so far. I'm a little, I'm feeling hot, so I'm going both. Two for two. We've had oh, well, oh, okay, oh, never mind. first first week with yeah. uh, you know, Will like, Fuller, uh, Will Fuller, and second like, well, you know two fifty and two by Joey B. Okay, all right, all right. Um, yeah. So technically I'm like 0
1: for two, but if you want to, like I said, Jordan Aikens was gonna go six catches instead. He got the touchdown. I think he yeah, preferred the that's, touchdown. That's,
0: I mean, yeah, you prefer, yeah.
1: That's six so points. <laughs> six points. So um, I'm going with uh, Isaiah Ford because this is okay. my bold prediction. He comes through as a fantasy relevant asset in this game. Uh, so I put that down as, you know, going with the Jordan a- Aiken special, six catches or a touchdown. Um, Ooh,
0: I like that. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then my other bold prediction is we get a two a sighting.
0: Oh, oh. That's bolder. That's the. (laughs) I like that. That that's nice. That means uh, Thursday night football. You know, uh, setting up for
1: something special. Okay, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. We get it we get a two exciting. So I'm I'm I'm, maybe I'm maybe that's just hopeful hopeful thinking by me. uh, Wishful thinking by me because I'm I'm stashing him in in one of my two quarterback leagues, and just kind of hoping that we get the time. The time
0: will come. I mean, yes. Stay patient, young Padawan. The time will come.
1: Oh no! I'll drop him right after the game. If he's if <laughs> <laughs> oh, the game's over. Ryan Fitzpatrick didn't get hurt. All right, drop him too, and we'll just play this game for you know the next coming weeks. <laughs> um, anything? Anything else? We haven't played. We haven't played trusted or trash it in a long time. Uh, uh no. I, I mean, don't know if
0: you're the yeah. I mean the uh, have some nuggets on the running backs there. You know, uh Miles Gaskins, top twenty and broken tackles. Both these guys okay. are gonna finish RB twos. I like that. Um six yeah, like snaps last week. Uh James Robinson is your RB fifteen and half one PPR. Like, let's go. Come on man.
1: Yeah, no, I mean that was a great call by you, Greg. I don't know what you I said it on I said it on the show then. I was like, I don't know what you see in this undrafted running back that we have had no film on, that nobody's (laughs) been able to see on what's projected to be the worst team in football. But that just goes to show us that we never know what we think we know. We all came into the season thinking Jacksonville was going to be the worst team in football. But what if you just took that approach of, like, hey, but what if they aren't the worst team in football? What if they're actually competitive? What if the worst team in football is actually the New York Jets? (laughs) Yeah.
0: also we uh, we we wouldn't have known that uh all those people we told jordan howard to get that he would just be irrelevant uh oh <laughs> yeah Gaskin right be the guy i feel bad for the uh you know we recommend it as a sleeper a lot of people leave recommended as a popular sleeper so that's sucks for him
1: i mean i consider this an outlier because jordan howard's gotten
0: 250 carries everywhere he's been i know been it's, it's crazy Moss so... just came out of nowhere like he wasn't in the the game plans or anything he just they just use him more. I mean he's effective, so I love it. Uh Greg, Miles Gaston Miles Gaskin over
1: under thirty seven and a half rushing yards. You trusting that or trashing it?
0: Thirty seven and a half? Yeah. Well oh, I'm trusting it. Absolutely. I'm You're trusting,
1: trusting it? How many times has Miles Gaskin done that?
0: Over thirty seven rushing yards?
1: Thirty seven, yeah.
0: Um because well, I know a lot of his work carry. is carry. Yeah, he has six one six yards per carry. Um, okay, he's done it was... twice. He's
1: actually done it in both games this season. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: James Robinson 40... is definitely the better rusher, but uh, Miles Gaskin can do probably both more and better.
1: Yeah, Miles Gaskin. I mean, he's a tough dude. I I like his. I like him, man. I mean, he's yeah. he's like slender. Uh, you know, 5'9", 201, but he doesn't look like the biggest guy. But he's just so competitive and just so scrappy the way he runs, man. Just trying to, you know, stay up for extra yardage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I think one of the plays he almost did like a flip and kept himself up with one arm and, uh, you know, got an extra couple yards. Um, I'm interested to see the Miles Gaskin receiving line. Miles oh, Gaskin yeah. over under 55 and a half. Rushing plus receiving.
0: Well, he had 55 receiving last week, if I'm not mistaken. I think. Uh, take, I'm trusting I, that. I think this guy is going to get a total of 100 yards.
1: I mean, hey, look, it's definitely possible. I think the only yeah. thing that's stopping me from saying that is that he's still only playing 64% of the snaps. He's not dominating the uh, running back uh, rush share, per se.
0: He was tied for first last week with seven. Um yeah. he's, I mean he leads definitely leads in the receptions care and targets part though. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. the part I think that's where I think that he's so safe though, right? Because right. absolutely you know that this role here exists for him as a receiver out of the backfield. I mean thirteen touches last week, uh you know well thirteen touches each of the last two weeks, actually. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I like I, I like Miles Gaskin. I think in a full point PPR league he's makes a ton of sense as as a Oh absolutely as a flex option, you know? Yeah. So I love that you were predicting him for hundred yards because he's starting against you on my League of Extraordinary People yeah, team. So Yeah, I know.
0: I saw it and I'm like, yeah, this is a good play. <laughs> this is a good play. I wish I did Robinson <laughs> to just leverage it. But,
1: oh yeah! I wish I had James Robinson and I didn't trade him away for Brian Edwards oh, yeah. before the season you started. You have started
0: them both against me this week.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Um, all right, Mike Geseki. Oh man, over under forty nine and a half receiving yards. Oh,
0: I'm tr- I'm trusting this. I'm trusting this too. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, Gusecki, I gotta I gotta is, trust that it. as well. Yeah, this is this is uh he's he's the best pass catcher on this team right now. Uh, as far as you know, just dominating targets and and getting upfield, like uh, in the slot and in the middle, in the middle of the field, he's dominating. So uh, he and he has big play potential. So my, I like Mike Isecki. Yeah.
1: Oh, I found the Miles Gaskin uh, prop line for receiving yards. This is ridiculous. Seventeen and a half.
0: Oh, oh, can I? Can I? Oh, man, what seventeen? <laughs> That's crazy. Seventeen and a half. Yeah, nah, I'm trusting
1: that. that as well. Over under on receptions four and a half.
0: Ooh, that's a tough one. But
1: I'm trusting that. I'm I mean, he had he had
0: six that. last week. Yeah.
1: For this, uh, for the week before.
0: Regardless if the Dolphins are just down or not, he'll be yeah. He'll they'll just be throwing more to him. So yeah, either one, either way it works. I thought it was gonna be a over under the, the carries. That would have been a harder one. If you told me that.
1: Oh yeah, no, nah, that would be that would be tough. Um, Preston Williams over under three and a half receptions
0: over i have to obviously take the over i mean he could get three and a touchdown but uh i'm gonna go with the over i think i think it's a bounce back spot for preston
1: yeah yeah i could see that i i would probably take the over as well like you like you've mentioned he doesn't have the tough matchups this time um he could honestly get the touchdown on just one reception yeah um but yeah, I would have to take the over there. Isaiah Ford over under three and a half receptions
0: because of the amount of targets he's getting. Yes, I believe he will get that as well.
1: Yeah, I'm with that as well.
0: Obviously, because yeah. my bowl think that might be a, a safer bet than Preston. Honestly, <laughs> it really <laughs> might because Preston. Yeah.
1: Preston has three all year. Yeah. Um. All right, this is this is interesting. Okay. Um <clears throat> What about some season long trust it or trash it? Um Calvin Ridley is the wide receiver one right now. Right? The wide receiver one. Correct. Do you trust or trash that Calvin Ridley will finish the season as a top 5
0: fantasy wide receiver? Top 5. I would I think I can trust top 10 for sure I think I can trust top 10 but
1: I I I'm asking if you trust top top, 5 I
0: I don't think I I don't think I trust top uh uh yeah no I'm I'm not gonna go with it I'm gonna go yeah no I trust it I
1: think I'm gonna trust
0: it word word I mean granted he's he's got two touchdowns he's
1: got two touchdowns each of the last two weeks so there's four touchdowns he's not gonna score two touchdowns every week no but you know Matt Ryan could very well throw for 5000 yards with how bad this defense is yes and if he's going to continue to get 10 12 targets a week for Matt Ryan who's throwing it down the field oh if you I mean him, you
0: tell me Julio's injury is also a little more serious than lock that top 5 in too
1: oh yeah no of course if Julio but I'm assuming Julio's healthy okay trust your trash that uh Calvin Ridley finishes higher than Julio Jones.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Wow. Oh, that was that's a slap in the face to every first round pick. That hit take <laughs> Julio Jones. Oh, man. I'm going to go. Yeah, I think Calvin Ridley does finish higher than Julio Cal- Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I trust yeah. that too. I trust I, that too. I, I, I trust that. I, that. Wow. What a, what a year that would be. Get Calvin Ridley in <laughs> round six, round five, and Julio is your your number
1: one. <laughs> we said it, man. It, it was like the Chris Godwin thing. It's like if you yeah. you just have to trust it. Yep, ADP didn't make sense, but you just had to trust you
0: just have to that trust it was going to happen. <laughs> oh, how about uh, Russell Gage finishes as a top 24 wide receiver?
1: Ooh. I mean, so where is he at now? He's the wide receiver 14? Woo! <laughs> oh, man.
0: Uh, I mean, you said 5,000 yards. He could possibly do that. That supports three receivers for sure. That does support three receivers. And Hayden Hurst. Russell Gage. <laughs> d- yeah,
1: Hayden Hurst. That's what I was going to say. He has a little bit of competition with Hayden Hurst there. Um, I'm going to trash it. Okay. And I'm only gonna trash it because there are some guys behind him that I think surpass him. Um, <clears throat> guys like that, or guys that could potentially surpass him. A guy like Tyler Lockett, right? Uh, a guy like potentially Mike Evans, Robert Woods, Amari yep, Cooper, C-
0: Chris Godwin, Chris
1: Godwin, DJ Moore, CD yeah. Lamb. Like I think all these guys have the potential to surpass a Russell Gage. So. I'm going to trash that.
0: Yeah, I think I'm. I'm a trash it too. But I think he finishes top thirty. Like I, I think that's. Oh yeah,
1: no, I, he's definitely going to be a top thirty wide receiver for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. trust it or trash it. Deontay Johnson will be the Steelers' top fantasy
0: wide receiver. Oh, I'm trusting that. Trusting that. Yep. Uh, he's leading yeah. the team in targets. I think you know Juju. Is a I mean he's a great he's a great receiver in himself I think he's just a great number two he's a better number two, uh, and he's he's definitely worth the volume more as a number two so I think Deontay takes that that leap.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm with you on that one. I I trust that as well. That yeah. Deontay Johnson. I mean he leads this team in targets. You can clearly tell Ben likes throwing the ball to him. Uh, him and Ben have some kind of connection
0: mm-hmm. that
1: they that they're that's going back and forth and so. You know, I, I expect that to continue. Trust it or trash it.
0: I guess I'm running Cooper back Cup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cooper Cup. Who's currently the wide receiver 42. Will finish as a top 20 fantasy wide receiver.
0: I'm trashing that. I don't think he will. I don't know if the. Uh, yeah. No, nah, I don't think he does. I think. I, you can sell me on top 25 maybe, but not top 20. I'm
1: going to trust it only because all the peripherals are still there for Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. The reasons why Cooper Cup was failing at the end of last year aren't the reasons for why he's failing right now. Right. Uh, he's Last year, at the end of last year, the, the Rams were running a bunch of two tight end sets. Cooper Cup was barely on the field. Cooper Cup right now is leading this team in snaps at the receiver position. Uh he's still playing in the slot. The the Rams are still running eleven personnel. Van Jefferson's playing on the outside. Uh Cooper Cup had a decent game last week. I think he did have a fumble. Uh finishes the wide receiver thirty three. Um he gets Buffalo this week, which you know, we've talked about last week, you know, when we brought up when I, we talked about Isaiah Ford and we talked about Mike Esecki. We talked about Jamison Crowder they're vulnerable against the slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cooper Cup is in line to have a big game here, and Sean McVay is, hes cooking, man. He's back to his old self. He's—he's—you uh, know—setting defenses up. You know, going all his his run plays, getting Jared Goff on the move, uh, getting all his different weapons involved, getting his receivers—you know—rushing touchdowns. So you know, the Sean McVay that we knew—you know—circa the Super Bowl. Uh, Super Bowl loss against the Pats is back, so I think we could expect Cooper Cup to be back as well. But you know, like we always know, we need those touchdowns to come back for Cooper Cup. He was in the double digits last year. That's what he's been. He's he's been a red zone machine, um, you know, and a yak monster for for the L.A. Rams. So, uh, but I expect him to get to get to get back to his his usual self.
0: Yeah, no, I, I like that. I like that for sure. Um. Uh. You got it. You we got the else? Uh, I got one running back, and maybe that's probably it. Uh, uh let's see. Uh, Aaron Jones finishes as a top mm. two running back. Trust it
1: Ooh, or trash it. Trust it or trash it. I think I'm gonna have to. I think I'm going to have to trash it. Okay, okay. The reason why I'm trashing it is because I look at the guys. Obviously, we know Saquon Barkley. He's not going to make that. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey. as great as he is, he won't make that. Yep. Um, And then you've got guys. I mean, currently, he's the RB1 right now as we speak. I think Alvin Kamara would be the RB1 we were talking about. This morning, uh, you know, who would you rather have if the season started today? You immediately said Aaron Jones. I Uh, did.
0: And then thought about Zeke again because I was like, oh, man, Zeke is a person. And he is also (laughs) probably the most consistent (laughs) running back in fantasy.
1: Yeah. And so I think I'll give it to Zeke. I think I would give it this number two to Zeke. Um. Cause Aaron Jones, man, that touchdown production, and the thing Come is, on. is like he's not playing. <laughs> he's not playing all those snaps, though, right? Like right. he's still split. He like he's still splitting touches with, with Jamal Williams. We're just not complaining right now because he was the RB twelve la- uh, week one and the RB one in week two. So we're, right. we're not we're we're not complaining right now. But he yeah, I mean, like, was, Jamal it was, Williams is still the getting same his issue touches. last year too.
0: Like we were like Jamal Williams, like he's still a factor, like. I would, you know, bring him up for streaming and stuff like that. Uh, but then he got hurt, so.
1: hmm And Devontae Adams got hurt. Right. And so, you know, it was something that, you know, had been, you know, talked about. Also, we should talk about this, the Devontae Adams thing. Sorry, are you trusting or trashing this?
0: I feel like oh, I'm trusting it. it. I'm trusting that. Yeah. Yes. I know you're trusting
1: it. Um, there is something that we have to talk about, that's Devontae Adams, his hamstring injury. Apparently, it seemed like it wasn't serious. He could have gone back in the game, but because uh, the Packers were crushing Detroit, they didn't feel a need to put him back in the game. But now they're kind of saying he's uncertain for uh, week three, which is a pain in the butt for us because as fantasy managers, week three, the Packers play Sunday Night Football against the New Orleans Saints. Um, So, if I were you know, if I, I mean, I am somebody that does have Devonte Adams rostered. Yep, yep. The first thing I did this morning was see if either Traquan Smith, Alan Lazard, MVS, you know, or Emmanuel Sanders were were at all available in my league. One of them, yep. I was lucky and lucky enough to find Alan Lazard. So find one of those guys. In your league, if you are the Devontae Adams uh, manager, find a, find one of those guys that one of those receivers that play in that game. If you if you're starting multiple receivers, put Devonte Adams in your flex, and maybe you can start Jamal Williams if possible.
0: But I know yeah, I'm in I'm, a position I'm where totally it, with you on that,
1: yeah. If I don't have if I don't have Devonte Adams, I pretty much am not winning my my matchup.
0: <laughs>
1: like that's kind of where I'm at. So. I'm putting all my eggs in the Devontae Adams basket because it does, it, it does sound like it wasn't that serious. Um, but if they want to hold him out, then, you know, at least I have insurance, you know, on my bench, you know, a, a pivot ready to go.
0: Yeah, actually in this my 16-team league where I have Devontae Adams, I picked up Traquan Smith last week because it's just a, you know, a deep league as a good play. He actually played pretty well. I think mm-hmm. he, you know, he, he could be emerging as that number that uh that one over Emmanuel Sanders that we thought Manuel Sanders would be. So uh, I think he's a viable play. Even if uh, you know, Devontae if you even if you don't have Devontae. But yeah, I have Devontae and he's that's a good slide in.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I would check to see if Jamal Williams is there, man. Like, as like we said, he's still getting touches, he's still around. Um, you know, and if if all it takes is one of these touchdowns or two of these touchdowns to flip to Jamal Williams' favor, then um you know, then you have a viable RB, you know, top you know, top twenty-four running back. Yeah. Um, all right, Greg. Anything else as we head into Thursday night football? Uh as we head into these these matchups. Anything else that you got for the people?
0: Nah, no, I think that I think that was it. I, I released all my thoughts. Um yeah yo. Mike Saki play them. Running backs play them. That's all I gotta say.
1: Yep, you yo, you heard it from the tight end whisperer himself. He said Mike Posecchi. <laughs> he said John's breakout, you gotta go play him. Uh so you you gotta you gotta listen to that. And then uh these running backs, man, don't don't sleep on them. I know you've don't. you know James Robinson, Miles Gaskin, they were not on your radar coming into uh September coming into draft season. Don't worry. They weren't on our radars either, and we do this for somewhat of a not a living, but we do this uh, as as you know more than just a hobby. So uh, yeah, <laughs> so don't feel bad, but don't don't feel like you can't start them, because you can start them, absolutely. I'm um, just ask Greg how it works out because I'm starting Miles Gaskin against him, and so he'll have to watch and experience all. Every every reception. I'm just gonna text him. That's a point.
0: Point a full point too. Point. A full point.
1: point. Oh mm-hmm. man. I might go pick, I might go pick up Fitzpatrick too, just to get the stack. Oh you i will break you do, out the you're both addiction <laughs>
0: too coming in, so you know, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great.
1: <laughs> oh man. Oh. Um I, yo, also remember waivers cleared. You got who you wanted. But don't forget to see who your league mates dropped, right? So
0: yep, you know Absolutely. somebody
1: somebody probably got mad, man. Somebody was probably ticked off at Joe Mixon after watching Thursday night football, and they said, "I'm I'm done with it." You know, maybe someone saw Kenyon Drake's tweet and you know took his advice and dropped him. So
0: you never know. Hey, man, we were in a dynasty league where Debo Samuel got dropped, so you never know.
1: Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Um, All right, everyone, with that being said, enjoy Thursday Night Football. Make sure you come back Friday for the Game Previews Part 1. Make sure you come back Saturday for Game Previews Part 2. We also give our starts of the week. We also play some Get Money, which is a Fan a FanDuel head to head matchup between Greg and myself. Oh, and one so, and one, okay. <laughs> oh, yes, it's one and one. Greg, Greg beat me because well, technically, I I guess I messed up, but either way, Greg beat me. Um, but you know, one and one. So we're gonna see if we can get this get this thing going. Um, if I can get a you know. I can try to get a win streak going on Greg, but you know he's tough, man. He's he's good. At, he's good at this. So, um, you know it, it's it's gonna be a, a long season. But anyway, enjoy Thursday night football. Uh, thank you for listening. Hope that you enjoy listening to us. Hope that you uh, enjoy vibing with us. Hashtag #dxtribe As always, please rate and review the podcast wherever it is that you're listening. Uh, follow us on on Twitter and Instagram, at FF Diagnostics. Follow Greg on Instagram, at we underscore made it. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Nerd. Uh, have a good one. Talk to you on Friday, and we are out. We are out.